Mission It, the podcast about all things Kardashian. I'm Jessica Jarden. And I'm Marcy Jaro. Hi, Jess. Hi, Marcy. How's her Sunday? Oh, she's doing laundry. She did some therapy. Mm. Um, I've been binge watching Sex in the City. How is that going? Because did you? This is yeah. You've you. Uh, this is not many a first time. Yeah, this many is, times. Yes. Um, it's you know some of it is so just ingrained in my head. Yeah, that it's like listening to your favorite album from high school again. What a good way to put it. And then there's some stuff you're like, ooh, this is really uh, biphobic or like there's an episode. I just watched the episode where Samantha dates a black man and she just says so many things. You're like, oh, I know. No, 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 no. Go back in time and make it different. I think that it. it it kind of is. I mean, and I know that's happened with friends and with a lot of the stuff we grew up on. And and it's. I think that's what's so strange, though, is like that falls in a category. It doesn't even feel like I grew up on like that. The stuff I watched in college, the idea of that being already so out of step, I think, is is a good sign. Yes. <laughs> Ultimately, net positive, but is very surreal to be like, oh, that just <sighs> washed right over us. Also, every time I see something that is so, that, that didn't age well, I can only go back to me being a young comedian and all the terrible things that w- will one day come back to haunt me, I oh, assume. mama. I already know they're bad and wrong. So it's just like, can I get ahead of it and be like, yes, that's bad. It was all bad. I don't like it either. <laughs> let it stay buried. Please let it <gasps> stay buried. <laughs> Please let there not have been. Thank God there weren't uh, a lot of cell phones my first five years oh. or not camera phones. My first I, five years. <laughs> I feel like we talked about this before, maybe even on the pod, but like I was so I was on a sketch team at the theater, an all female sketch team. And it's like pretty much from, oh God, I don't know, 2010, what were the years? I don't know, for like four or five years. And honestly, probably 75% of the material we couldn't do now. Like, and yeah. not because it was even edgy because it was never really edgy but just because like a lot of the jokes were about like um us dressed as men you know like a lot of simple jokes like a lot of stuff just would not like it makes my stomach like start to feel sour when I think about like the stuff we put up on stage that was totally fine yeah even like six years ago I feel like for the majority of shows I did before 2010 would need a trigger warning these days. Yes. <laughs> because I was dark. I said, just fucked up things. <laughs> I'm not even talking about any of the ist or isms. I'm just saying that I was like really going for it. I remember once I got booed on stage for making an infanticide joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it makes okay i can't think about it too long it makes no my you're stomach, right so it makes my stomach <laughs> truly get like scared and like tight <laughs> yes yeah i know it's like no, oh, no it's like no, just no, no, the, no. anything that you want to go back and change because you know when you're working in therapy and you're like oh god oh my but god i did a funny thing yesterday for the full moon i did <laughs> a zoom manifest manifestation course like a two-hour class oh my god that's so cool i was gonna invite people 
then I didn't. And boy, am I glad I did not. I have <laughs> never been so confused really? for two Why? hours. You I know, mean, not that I know what the, what what a Zoom manifestation class is because I don't. You know what? Don't. I don't know what it is either. Now that I've participated, <laughs> because there were first so many people. It was like over a hundred people, which is fine. It was just us listening to this person talk. And yes, she had said that she was like, uh, "I'm recording this, but I also have notes because I." I got my vaccine earlier today and I have a little bit of a fever, but I think I'm, I think my brain's good enough to keep going. And and everything she said, I was like, no, she was just so quickly using her terminology. Yeah. Her. Yeah. Like that, like secondhand parlance of like just astrological, or I guess it's not. Not even because it was yeah. so specific to her. Oh. I didn't understand the nomenclature at all. <laughs> it was just like, all right, was- which time zone are you in, guys? Let's make sure. Or not time zone. She's like, which zip code? This is a zip code. That is a zip code. I was like, because she doesn't mean where do you live. She's talking. <sighs> I don't even know how to explain it. She's talking about where your being zip code is past present future clear it was just like just two hours of me being like and you know the video's on so it's just so much of me being like uh i would love to watch the video of you i look like a damn puppy dog who's confused like a lot of head cocking and my ears are being all cute (sighs) did you walk away like glad you did it or was it like well nope No, like, can I, you manifest? Like, will you get to manifest? Uh, who knows? <laughs> I, I definitely walked away. Be like, I just had so many moments where I was like, I'm gonna start laughing really hard. I wish I could remember specifics, but I was really inundated with it. But she made us. She was like, "We're gonna make manifest manifest." I can't say anything. It's a hard. We're gonna word. make manifestation water. Oh, that's gonna be our alchemy. We do. That's fun. And then she, she talked up until we had one minute left, and she's like, "All right, hold hold your water in your hand, uh, <laughs> lady. <laughs> that's not a well timed workshop." <laughs> oh my gosh, my! But maybe it's all. Maybe we all learned something, and I just don't understand what I learned. <laughs> maybe yeah. Maybe it just needs a few nights to like marinate in your subconscious, and then you're gonna like shoot up in bed in the middle of the night and be like, <gasps> and start like immediately using all that nomenclature. <laughs> she and she just was so unlike any. Anyone I've ever heard. She's like, I don't believe in belief. That's not a thing. I don't believe in belief. Oh, I don't believe in like, she's like, and I don't think that you have to send everyone love and light. Sometimes you can send someone fuck off. And oh, I was just like, oh, this is an interesting energy. Yes, it was an interesting energy for sure. But you know, she, she said she manifested love after the age of 50. I thought that was neat. I love Um, that. She did say that when she wants to manifest time with her son, she can't like envision like hugging him and nurturing him because that will make him run away. (laughs) She's like, I have to envision things that he wants that he likes from me. And I was like, okay. Interesting. I get that. But I truly, most of it, I was like, huh, what? Excuse me? Come again. (laughs) I still think Uh, it's bold and brave to sign up for like a Zoom anything, you know, or like a new workshop or anything. Like I, it's just, 
it's such a strange time. It's so weird, like sharing a big Zoom with people. Even when I do yoga classes with a bunch of strangers, I'm like, this feels brave still. <laughs> You're, like, it is. It's on camera. It's really brave. I, another weird thing was, I don't know what energy she was giving off, but I felt like... And this is me buying into my own woo-woo shit. I felt so drained like immediately like I could I, I wouldn't stop yawning and I could barely keep my eye like focusing was so hard and that is not I'm not a person who falls asleep easily anyway huh. but to have to fight it so hard I was like I think I'm picking up on a lot <laughs> I mean I mean I bet you even just even through zoom that much of that like brand of energy you know from all of the people on it like I'm and sure you're grabbing pieces 103 majority white women over the age of 45 <laughs> like it's a vibe I mean some much older too I was just like this is a this is a certain that's type of feeling anyway that's what I did this weekend how about you what's up What's up? What's up? Um, what is up? <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see. It was a very low-key weekend. Um, uh, did a drive out to uh, Palace Verdes just Ooh. to see it because I just haven't. Honestly, all the this is going to sound morbid, but it, he didn't die. But all of the Tiger Woods car crash uh. news kept like because it was in Palace Verdes. It just like I it was on nonstop, nonstop, nonstop coverage. And I was like, you know, I feel like I've only seen that area like once. Like there's just no reason to ever be over there. Um, and I remembered it being very beautiful. And we went on a drive and it was really, really pretty. Um, and just really nice to just see. Mm. It's so nice to get outside. I try to do it every Saturday at least. And then um saw my parents who are, as you know completely vaccinated wow 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 Wah, that's bah, so exciting they got their they finished up yesterday and then um i got to see them today still kept our distance because it's uh 10 days from the last the second shot they got moderna um till till it is you know safe so probably gonna give it like two weeks and then marcy I am going to hug my parents so hard. <gasps> I am not trying to sound like a little cutie pie who loves her parents so much, but I'm like high thinking about hugging my parents. I cannot Ugh. wait. I like can't wait. I'm very lucky that they have lived near me. I've gotten to see them through the whole pandemic. I'm very lucky, but it has had, as I've talked about this before, like every single time, even we only see each other outside. It's pretty brief. We all wear masks. It's like we're very careful, but every time I leave thinking I could have killed them because I am slightly out in the world, rarely out in the world, more than they are. And the idea of them like actually uh, being completely vaccinated is like it's just so much. And I, I'm yeah. so excited. So that is like the high of the weekend. And I can't wait to uh, I was going to say touch my parents. And that sounded so. No, that doesn't weird. sound that um, I just am very excited. Um, I will say this about my parents is by the time they're almost, I think they're getting their second shot either like last week or this week, but I'll have to forever be careful because they've proven to me <laughs> <laughs> that they will get whatever is out there. <laughs> this 
is very this very week my mom fair. my mom was like yeah your dad's got a stomach bug I was like how did he get a stomach bug <laughs> how did he get it and she's like I don't know people just I was like do you think he could get it from maybe um not being careful she's like it could be food I was like you said it was a stomach bug god <laughs> it's it's so much i can't wait to just like unclench and yeah just i'm so hopeful i'm really hopeful i also uh watched a, a doc that is older now it's a couple years old but um i just because it popped into my head that was very very good called um Oh my God, I want to plug it and I forgot the name. Oh my God, it's Scotty Bowers. And it's a, the story of the that they made the show Hollywood recently about. The guy who ran the gas station in Hollywood that was like, it's a true story. He ran this gas station right on like Hollywood and Van Ness that in the 40s that all these movie stars went to. And it was like a, he was like a pimp. Like it was where you went to get serviced uh, <sighs> and would get. So you had this like stable of like beautiful men that worked at this gas station and then you'd like pick them up and go to like the Beverly Hills Hotel. And it's this incredible story that was told in this doc um, uh, and and then was turned into the uh, that show Hollywood, which was very bad. That was a Ryan Murphy show. But um, the story is incredible. And it's like he basically the main the real guy, Scotty Bowers, was this documentary of him telling he wrote a book and was talking about like a lot of the secrets of major movie stars, sex lives like Laura McCall and like he like he spills the beans. And so it was very controversial because people were like, how could you do that? They're dead. They don't have a way to defend themselves. And his answer or like that Cary Grant was openly gay and lived with his partner. And and it was this really interesting conversation I thought about just like, well, yes, that is because that is fair that they can't, that they don't get a choice, but also like we're the ones still stigmatizing it. You know what I yes. mean? Like the point is that if we're upset about it, that's the problem. Um, and that it's so it opened up a really interesting can of worms, but it's just a very great like, LA Hollywood movie and he's a character and he is this like delightful old man with a really cute wife and it's all about like how a guy ends up running a fake gas station in the Did 40s. You, do you know the name of the doc yet or yes. should I look it up? Oh yeah, it's it's Scotty Bowers. Um I know I can't believe I'm plugging a doc that I didn't pull. Scott yeah, Scotty in the Secret History of Hollywood is the doc. Ah. Oh. That sounds um, fun. So watch it. It's fun and it's interesting. And um, it was a good good little Hollywood watch. That's my plug for a thing I watched. That's fun. That's it. Should we dive in? I guess we better, right? <laughs> I mean, we are mere weeks away from a premiere. Two, I, I think. At yes. this point, we're two weeks away from a premiere. So what has been going on with this family leading up to the premiere? Well... Kim still getting a divorce. <laughs> still moving. It's now, moving along. I sent you Instagram stories of her driving through the desert, listening to the song Driver's License. The big hit. D the, emo the emotional wallop of a song. It's specifically all the lyrics that let's see. Um, I'm trying to, let me, I got to pull up all the lyrics. Um, it's all the lyrics that lead up until like this one line that, okay, let me see if I can find it. Oh boy. 
Do you know the song? I know the song. I don't know the lyrics by heart, but. Okay. So the part she was playing on Instagram was, and I know we weren't perfect, but I never felt this way for no one. And I just can't imagine how you could be so okay now that I'm gone. Mm. Guess you didn't mean, and then it stops right before, guess you didn't mean what you wrote in that song about me. Because you said forever, and now I drive alone past your street. I did not catch this. Uh-huh. I was just like, oh, yeah, sad song, Kim Sad. No, I was like, it was, that's why I was sending it to you because I was like, this is blowing my mind. I didn't this get is- on a lyrical level. I totally missed it. Because she was just listening to it in the car, mm. I believe. I think it was what we call practical music. And it started, I was like, this is a song about the person writing a song about you. <laughs> yes. And she had just recently shared, remember, she shared um, like a backstory of us because there was the anniversary yes. of 808s and Heartbreaks. And she was talking about how like one of the songs was about her. And then she showed like the card he wrote her and stuff. And like, there's got to be so much grieving, so oh. much grieving. You know, so I was just like, that really, oh, that really rocked me. I was like, oh, Kim sad. But then she's like posting pictures of herself very single and going out. She was was out uh, at a girl's dinner. Yep. Kim is letting us know that she's okay, is what I'm getting. But Um, she's also very sad, you guys. And I feel it. Very sad. Feel it. Um, In a very gross pivot to their money i (laughs) (laughs) i had found because i think we were sure like what is the actual breakdown of how their assets work um which will be i mean it sounds like things are are really amicable so it's not but the numbers are pretty staggering uh just in terms of wealthy couples um so kanye west is worth 1.3 billion 1.26 of that is yeezy uh they call it this is a Forbes article. We know the complicated history. Um, the crown jewel of his fortune. He owns 100% of the shoe brand. Um, and the company is bound to Adidas. And so, yeah, that's that's like where the bulk of it comes from from him. But Kim is not too far behind, I got to say, at $780 million. Um, And I thought this was interesting. She Her fortune is much more liquid. So it's less dependent on the trendiness of her brand and the whims of consumers, I think they mean compared to Yeezys. So the bulk of it is 500 million of that is KKW Beauty. People have also pointed out what happens to the W in KKW Beauty. Um, I mean, Chris Jenner did not drop Jenner. Yeah, I don't think she would ever. I don't think she would change the name of the brand. Yes. Um, so yeah, she the bulk of the fortune is with KKW. She has a 72% stake in it and then cash and other investments total out to 250 million and that's largely her keeping up with money her mobile app modeling endorsement gigs um but her biggest payday came when she sold 20 percent of kkw to cosmetics giant cody for 200 million last year and then there is a loose little pile of change of 70 million dollars <laughs> between them both which is their um their shared assets so that's their homes they have their um hidden hills mansion a miami condo two ranches in wyoming two um f- five million in art four million in vehicles 3.2 million in jewelry and even three hundred thousand dollars worth of livestock which we've talked I, about because they have i mean you could horses. only uh, su- huh 
I think they have those fancy horses, right? Yes. That's what that yes. Is. Yeah. yeah. You could only assume that Kim's like, you could have the horses because <laughs> they're North's horses. You know, it's like, yes. whatever. You know, <sighs> we really have to stop letting these people have tax breaks. I mean, this is too much money for two so, people. So too many people. much money. No one has gotten a stimulus check. No. And like we got we we just we gotta stop. We're we're so bad with managing money. We are in we America. Are, we are very broken that we feel like it is normal for this much money to go to individuals and the military. <laughs> I, I, I was just saying I was, who was I saying it to that I was like America needs to understand that their avocado toast is bombing other countries <laughs> and that maybe they could afford nice things if they would just stop going to Starbucks, a.k.a., you know, bombing Syria, <laughs> which is also fucking terrible in its own. But just like for a financial standpoint, it's like, guys, we're struggling over here anyway. It's a bad look. It's not a good Luke, USA. It's not a good Luke. Um, well, what, good what, for them for being super duper rich. But if you do recall, Jess, it was not long ago, maybe four years ago, that Kanye told us he was $55 million in debt and he was begging Elon Musk That's and right. Mark Zuckerberg for money. That's and right. then Kim put out a, uh, a statement or they did a, um, I wish I could remember which publication they were in, but she was like, we are not, we're, he's not in debt. We figured it out. He's doing yes. great. Like she cleaned up the mess. That's and right. I really feel like a lot of this $1 billion is because his wonderful wife who's very good at business was like shut your mouth <laughs> stop telling people that we are wildly in debt yes stop it was also never was a we it was never no. kim kim was never 55 million dollars in debt never yes not because, possible yes so but anyway no, i'm so, very i i i assume like it's they're definitely at least painting a picture of this being divided up smoothly there's prenups all of that but it is sort of staggering just i think to see their wealth um and remember that that's like two people especially we get to we get a little inkling of the beginning of things again uh, in the in the episode recap so a little teaser um on to new love uh Guys, I love Courtney and Travis. I do too. <laughs> it's, it's really like I need it. I'm so starved for it. I like love it too much. Courtney, I mean, they are already immediately in love. Like I think yes. I bet you they're saying I love you already. Oh my god, they and all it's like I bet the, they they're before their first kiss they said I love you. They're like posting, but it's also a, it has a slight restraint to it, but it is so obviously like giddy effusive in love. So anyways, there was uh this photo is so cool. I think was it you that was like, do they know that Courtney is so cool. Do the other sisters know how much cooler Courtney is than them? It's like I certainly never said that about Courtney. Uh, maybe it was. It <laughs> Jess, maybe, I, I did not say that about Courtney. <laughs> it was probably like uh, you know one of those like not skinny, not fat accounts. But anyways, um, Courtney uh, posted a photo where she is like in the studio, a music studio, uh, and clearly like sitting right in front of a drum set. And she is like sitting on this weird, rubbery, spiky 
very rock and roll, I guess, chair. <laughs> it is a very rock and roll bean bag. Yeah, it's a rock and roll bean bag. And she's got, she's smiling. She looks super, super happy. And it obviously is like sitting in the studio with her drummer rocker dude. And she has like a heart, a little black heart emoji, and then um, drumsticks. Letting us know exactly who she's talking about. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like, have I seen them say I love you or like, I don't think, uh, yeah, I don't think so. There is just an intensity about their, their, the, this romance. I just want to see more of them like together. I want to see them like holding hands. I like, we've gotten little teeny snippets and I look, I love the slow rollout, but it is so, I just love it. It's just a really lovely story of two people. Like we've talked about who've had like big lives. They've known each other for a long time. I assume there's a lot of trust there. Uh, and finding love. Um, yes. But uh, of course, so not without a little drama. So uh, Travis's ex-wife, Shannon Mochler, apparently <laughs> liked a pretty nasty comment that yes. was, <laughs> that was uh, not friendly, not too kind to Courtney. So a fan wrote on one of Mochler's uh, comments on Instagram the, the comment goes, she, that broad don't got nothing on you. Travis downgraded big time. And I guess Shannon liked it. <laughs> Hit that like button. Hit that Oops. like button, baby. Oopsie poopsie. But she said it was an accident. She didn't know. She didn't. Uh- It's very, it becomes a real thou doth protest response, I would say. Yeah, but she's like, a lot of times when I'm on my social media, I like all the fans' comments. I I didn't even read the comment. I I didn't even know I liked it until until the press picked it up, and then it was all over the place, and it was just kind of an unfortunate event. But I definitely wasn't trying to start a social media war. But she's also not saying... I like I love, Courtney. I like Courtney. This is great. I'm happy my ex is, is happy. It, there is definitely the feeling of like uh, a weirdness between whatever the whatever the energy is between Shanna and Travis, who, by the way, divorced in 2008. Yeah. They got married in 2004. They split four years later. They have two kids, 17-year-old Landon and 15-year-old um, Alabama. And they also raised her other daughter from her relationship with Oscar De La Hoya. Yeah, I think if I'm doing the math right, that's 15 years. So yeah. I believe we can move on. Ma'am, it's time to move on. I hate to tell you. And I know it's weird to be pulled into the Kardashian orbit. But Absolutely. This- I mean, would I like it if one of my exes were dating Kourtney Kardashian? No, I didn't like it when an ex was just dating a girl who looked like me. I didn't like it, you know? <laughs> oh, that's, this, uh, in, this oh. is interesting. Or you go ahead, you go ahead. Well, I was going to say, that's actually happened to me twice, Jess, just FYI. <laughs> Two different men that I've dated after me, they dated someone who looked so much like me, it was it blew my mind. I can attest. Uh, I know at least one of the situations, and it is worthy of my mind being blown. <sighs> So here's what's interesting is that in this piece on, I guess in an interview with Us Weekly, she did open up about it a little bit more. Um, she Mochler offered an explanation for another post that she shared to her Instagram story this week, 
which had said, stop complaining about your life. There are people out there dating your ex. <gasps> and Mokler told us it was actually about a different ex. It wasn't about Travis and Courtney at all. At the end of the day, I haven't been with my ex-husband in over a decade. I have a boyfriend and I'm super ha- that I'm super happy with. And I'm happy for – I'm happy Bar- Barker found a girlfriend and a friend. He deserves to be happy as well. I want nothing but the best for him and my kids. It's the most important thing for me. Okay. Well, let's – and then went on to hit this like button. So she somehow keeps stepping in it, but I want to believe her. But I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I I think when it's been that long – I guess you could be talking in general about your exes. Yeah. But feels strange timing that like suddenly this gigantic spotlight is on her and her family and her ex. And it's like, oh, my God, oops, I'm just posting stuff and liking stuff. Why is everybody on my case? It's like, lady, I don't know. I smell a little bit of clout chasing. It could also be subconscious, too. I think sometimes people don't know that they're telling on themselves. Right. I could see that. I have a few more than a few friends who really stake their claim in exes and don't yeah. like when they move on yeah i think it's common i don't it's- like want to see it but as far as like would i go there's no one that i've even liked that i would go back well i think ultimately like it's flattering for some period of time right everybody's like yeah they never moved on i guess couldn't get over me or whatever the thing is in our head at some point you can't have like unless things ended terribly or you were very wrong if you cared about the person you generally at some point would like them to have a life that isn't you know miserable yeah and yeah i think it, to very few people i think long term wish that upon like exes if it ended like even somewhat amicably i would say that i even usually like an ex more mm-hmm. once they've moved on absolutely <laughs> i don't know why just something about being like that's I think done. it just sort of frees you up in that, like, there isn't a question mark looming, you know? Yeah. Like, about your whatever, whatever, if you run into each other or you, whatever, you cross paths, it's like, yeah, great, awesome. Get, get out of here. Get out of here. Go Speaking. Kiss your, go kiss your wife, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of forever exes, though. <sighs> okay. I watched the clip of it's a little teaser attraction for what's to come this this final season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. And it is so weird, Jess, this conversation that the whole family has about Scott and Courtney's relationship in front of Scott and Courtney. Okay, I haven't watched the clip, so you have to tell me what happens in it. Great. So Kim <laughs> says when are Scott and Courtney going to get back together and get <laughs> good Kim? That was a really good Kim. That's how we start off. And Scott's like, I would, mar-, he's like, I think one day we'll be together and we'll live a good life. And he's like, I would marry her today. And they're like, Oh my God. Chris is like, we could have a big wedding that could, I, you, she's already oh. producing the wedding, you know, <laughs> of course, of course. And then Courtney goes, or you could just focus on working on yourself. And he was like, how much more do I have to do? And then she stopped speaking. Courtney! Scott! Oh, my God. Because you could tell he's like, wait, I've changed so much. And she's like, mm-mm-mm. Wow. So I wonder, that's like the core of it, is it's <sighs> like this dangle of like, 
when he's finally wherever it is that she wants him to be, then she would take him back. Yeah. Also, like, you can tell, like, just a few months after that, not even a few months, he bleaches his hair. Dips into the teen pool of Hollywood. Uh. <laughs> I refuse to, 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 to talk at length about this relationship because I am so not supportive. Now, she, Amelia did get in some trouble for blackfishing recently. Yes. And it, I thought that was very interesting timing. What? That like, oh. That, that, she's, that she's like dipped into the Kardashian world and then suddenly like this photo emerge immediately uh, comes out where she looks like she looks like a Kardashian blackfishing. Like, to be fair, she's making her skin the exact same color as her mother's who is yes, also that's fair. possibly blackfishing because <laughs> uh, her mother is such a deep brown shade right deep deep brown yes just everything like her lips her hair she just does a whole like dark you know brown it's, beige color it's so much it's and so Amelia much gray too as well but to go back to what we were saying about Courtney and Scott, this it's a constant dangle and it's constant. I feel like maybe this is the first. Well, I guess she was really into Eunice too. True. But Eunice was also a lot younger and not in a way that it can't work. But like, I think that that's part of why I, I feel this like seriousness about her and Travis is that like, I sort of saw Eunice as this like uh. young Kind of the Amelia to Scott, like a young bimbo, a, just a good looking cutie to like run around the world with. And for, to me, I feel like Travis feels like a grown up, you know, and that Ooh. like bringing her in seriously is is different. It's just I different. Have a counterpoint that I know you're not going to love. Oh, no. So, you know, Poor. I'm no longer on Facebook, but when I was the people who posted so much about their relationship. I never believed for a second it was good. Because if it's good, you can just have it and shut the fuck up. But when yeah. it's all over the place, I am suspicious. So there's Always. posting. I'm with you. So like there's all this Mickey and Minnie with between Courtney and, and uh, Eunice. And now there's like, I are, may we destroy each other, blah, blah, blah. She never posted anything nice about Scott. Because I think that the the heat was between them and she didn't need anyone else to know. And maybe it's a little bit of shameful because he was also bad. I mean, I agree with you. I think this is the order is that I think that she will never love anybody as much as Scott. I think that like, it's impossible whether they ever end up together or not. I just am like, they are, I think forever. Uh, You're right. Like it was not, that was really just not her vibe when she was with him. I think of her second tier loves, Travis feels more serious, but because I, they've known each other longer. Yeah, they're just as, and it feels like a thing they like would have had to really weigh out and talk through and like probably had to do a lot of unfun calculating of like, what does this mean in this regard? What does this mean for this? Like, you know, so to me, it's like, it feels very much like we're doing it and it's serious and we're going to like go ahead and take this public is a big yeah. deal. But I feel like it's more like we're doing this. We're doing this. Is it? We're doing it. It's she's watching Sex and the Cities. She's such a Charlotte right now, where she's really trying to just force this. I believe. 
That's my instinct, Justin. It just is my instinct. And what Scott is doing, Scott is purposely putting himself in relationships that he know, he knows, he knows, he knows. They will flame out. There's no other option. The girl will go to college eventually. <laughs> She's going to move away to Michigan. You know what I'm saying? She has to go work at Hot Dog on a Stick. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> the summer will be over and she'll have to go back home. You know, dirty dancing, all of it. Because Patrick Swayze, if you think about dirty dancing, Patrick Swayze must have been a man in his 30s dating a high school senior. Oh, yeah. It was very <laughs> odd. Like, under her parents' nose. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, not, it's not okay. That's not how okay. How dare you do that in front of my Lenny, Detective no. Lenny. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, okay. Um, I'm with you. I'm with you. I I just am like, I can't hold on to Scott and Courtney forever. It just smacks. It reeks of Chris Humphreys and Kim. It does. No, I want it to be true. I'm torn. I like it. I think it's a good... You know, look, not every relationship has to be everlasting love. Sometimes yeah. you can get a lot out of uh, you know, a, a solid, healthy relationship that maybe she can learn a thing or two about yeah. how to keep a he- healthy and solid relationship. Maybe it will last a long time. Yeah. But... I, you know, like, I, like this fantasy of the one, oh, it's just the one or soulmates. Like, what does that mean? Yeah. The, if it's done and that's it for you, you go home and cry in a shoebox. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I imagine you getting inside of a shoebox like yes. a little mouse and covering up to your chin and you're going to be like, leave me alone. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I don't think any relationship is bad. I, I, this is why I think. Well, I don't think this relationship is not good for her. I think it's great for her. It's also why I think Scott and the teenagers are bad for him because it yeah. it can't give him anything. I agree. I, I'm with you. Oh, this season, what a good carrot to dangle. Again, I've been I've been reading some relationship books, guys. Uh, I love it. So sort of like thinking about it. Layer it on. All right. Did you see this Khloe Kardashian responding to accusations of another Photoshop fail? Yes. So I mean, (laughs) this good American shoe rollout. I I just this is too much. (laughs) So she has a good American campaign and doesn't take any kind of special investigating to see that in the campaign, the legs are extremely long with these long pointy, like sort of like almost looking like Beetlejuice esque long feet and stuff. Yes, so this people, photo is horrifying. We have are, to call this for what it is. It is a scary image. It's her a scary eyes image. are sunken in her head under like her makeup. Her hands are like long claws against a teeny little teeny little body and then these insane legs and like demon feet poking out i hate this image so people were like oh this is terrible photoshop blah 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 blah. and chloe responds ha i'm cracking up for a few of those ga photos we shot the camera on the camera liz that creates a stretching effect the closer the object is to the camera they will get elongated so in some of my photos my feet slash fingers look incredibly long not to worry i still have normal size hands and fingers but that's not all she says it's just the lens guys lol but some of those these stories are really reaching cry laugh cry laugh 
I mean, LOL. Oh my God, How could anyone believe this is the size of my feet? A uh, crazy smile, w- wacky face. Um, <laughs> it's the angle and the type of lens. And personally, I think this camera lens is so fucking cool. Okay. It gives the photo a different vibe and not the same old visual I always see. Either way, I'm happy with them. Okay. Live not to life. worry. I don't have frequency. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't know it kept it's going. It's the lens. Uh, lady with a hand on her face. Lady with a hand on her face. I can't believe I'm even tweeting this. LOL. My old hands, normal sized hands are still intact. Nope. I didn't get surgery to stretch my fingers and nope. It's not a Photoshop fail. Have a great day. Kiss. I absolutely love how my GA campaign turned no! out. I have so many more photos to post. I'm oh so excited God. about it. Stay tuned. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait. Stay tuned. Hope the quote concern and confusion end quote is now put to rest so we can enjoy the photos. LOL. This really made my made me laugh today. Thanks for the giggle. No lie. Kiss. Oh my god, a full unravel. A full unravel. The amount of tweets. Oh my god. No, Chloe, nobody thought this was your body. Everybody just was freaked out by how bad these are. Oh my god. (laughs) So many tweets. So many tweets. Oh, poor baby. So funny to me. I do think elements of the photo shoot are cool. I think the 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 legs being super duper long, you're selling pants, it makes sense. It's the shoes are a little bit scary because I think she's also selling shoes and boots, so it's weird to do that. But I I, I do see I see something in it. I don't think it was executed flawlessly. Yes, I don't mind the I think I understand conceptually what the plan here was. I just like The one where it's like looking up from below while she's walking on the seamless. I like that one. I think that's really cool. Um, It's just that one that really gets me with her like spooky fingers and feet. It's just spooky. And her face just being like sunken into itself. I just don't like it. Yeah. But yeah, I I see what she's she's going for there. I, I blame her creative director for not flawlessly executing it. Yes. I mean, you know. Whatever, I, I, it's fine. I'll forgive it. I don't plan just, to buy any of this stuff anyways, so she can do whatever she wants to do. Just frame it differently, honey. Come on. Ugh, God, that but, really got me. That was I did not expect that many tweets to keep going. And you can tell, LOL, it's no big deal, because that's how you can tell it's no big deal, LOL. Yeah, everybody responds with a thousand tweets when they definitely don't care about something. That is like me when I went on such a rampage on Twitter about Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> you cared. I was like, guys, of course she's going to say $500,000 reward for the safe return of my dogs. No questions asked. She's not the investigator, guys. The, <laughs> the LAPD is on the case. The robbery homicide unit has already been assigned. You think they're not going to ask any questions? I can assure you they're going to ask some questions. <laughs> she's authority. just trying to... I like truly went off. I was like, she's just trying to get those dogs back. And when you find the dogs, then you have a better chance of finding the people who shot the guy. And people are like, 
did she pay for his medical bills? Like, well, duh, she's paying for his medical bills. Also, you don't get billed <laughs> while you're still on like a ventilator, dum-dums. He's in the hospital right now. Give her a break. She don't need to tell you about her money. Do you know over the summer she raised 35 million fucking dollars? For COVID when nobody did jack shit when every other celebrity was like singing a song with Gal Gadot. <laughs> this woman is not cheap. She do- She's a... A narcissist, absolutely. Absolutely. We love but it. She gives, she's such a philanthropist. So, like, no. chill out, get mad at people who deserve you to get mad at them. Oh my God. She didn't shoot her dog walker. No, she did not. And in, uh, no, what a also, story. Get enraged about it and don't even learn his name. His name is Ryan Fisher. Everyone's like, the dog walker, the dog walker. She don't care about the dog. Well, learn his fucking name if you care so much. <laughs> Learn his fucking name. See, this is I me love, and Chloe. I, I get it, Chloe. Hit. I get this it. Hit. This hit. Where you're just like, you're focused on the wrong thing. People just want to be mad. People at, just want to be mad. Well, another Photoshop uh, aggression <laughs> was called out. Yes. Um, this one was... I'm curious what your take is. I sent it to you. Remember, I was like, oh, my God, look at this. It's really fishy because basically Kendall posted a pic uh, sitting in like a bra and looks like a thong and on her knees in like a fancy rich person's closet. And it was like a little kind of video, very kind of short clip of her zooming in. And there is this very weird glitch that you can definitely see at her waist where it pops in and out. Yes. So she's using some kind of filter that slims her waist even more. And it definitely, like I watched a few times and it it's noticeable. It looks like, you know, she's in the movie Alien and there's... Because some- it's not, like she's not moving around in a way where it would you know it doesn't it's not a normal piece of movement that would happen and also there's like zero point you know negative body fat on her body so it is just this sort of like little bubble that pup pops up out of nowhere and it does look how these apps work where it happens to be on her thinnest part which is her waist you know the difference between what chloe has done and what kendall is doing is that Chloe is always looking like a cartoon. <laughs> She's just always looking wild. <laughs> no one's like, go, oh, Chloe's not. We know, we know that so it's a lot of crayons and all kinds of shit to make Chloe look confusing. Yes. And beautiful. Yes. For Kendall, it's like, you're a fucking supermodel. And so like, I like mind numbingly thin. Must you lose two extra inches on your waist. The idea that we could live in a world, if it's even possible, that Kendall would use like a slimming app is so upsetting, so overwhelming to me. And I mean, I the, I understand the pressure. I understand, but it is like, oh, if we're at a point where a woman that thin, well, I can't. If you scroll down a little bit, you can see that it, it seems like maybe the purpose is more to give her a, a more defined hourglass shape. So more mm. more so than just thinness to give her hips uh, yeah. the illusion of having more fullness on her hips. It, and look, everybody can do what they want with their bodies all the time, but the it's such a weird sickness <sighs> when you have to do this to yourself. She's already not eaten for years and had surgeries and done all the things. 
and that's still not enough. And I, I understand like, like no one feels good enough. No, I mean, that's sort of like what it um, kind of circles back to, but yeah. Oof. I mean, it's rough. It like truly depresses me. (laughs) Yeah. It's just like a bad sign. I, I mean, this is nothing new. People have always done their own version of Photoshop and changing things and like uh, insane body standards. It's always been, you know, something, but with the knowledge and frankly, the technology. Yes. That's what's that's wild. Also, I'm like, what app is it? What's it look like on me? (laughs) What's it look like on me? Can it do that to my neck? I won't. So I'm really only showing people from the chest yeah, up these I'm not, days. I'm not filming me and my thong sitting on the f- carpet <sighs> videos no. anytime soon. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right. We got Chris Jenner uh, filing some trademarks. We love to be up on the trademarks. And we've learned the trademark filing does not does not necessitate, it doesn't mean something is a given. They often file trademarks just to own them. Um, but it it can be... Um, a good sign of what they're working on business wise. This one, it's like, I mean, how many, how much can one family enter a single market? Kris Jenner is getting in the beauty business. Um, She trademarked recently Kris Jenner Beauty, Kris Jenner Skin, Kris Jenner Skin Care. And you have to list the products you intend to make. She listed a wide range of beauty products that could be included in the brand lineup, including cosmetics, skincare, nail care products, fake eyelashes, hair care products, and fragrances. Um, you know, it makes sense. The, the piece of it, I'm part of me is just like, why? I mean, between Kylie and KKW, like what is left in the beauty cosmetics space? Older. That's a whole but different demographic. Then, yes. Exactly. I was like, nope, the family has not conquered older skin. And that is, is savvy. Sp- spreading across, if you think about it, because I think Kylie definitely is capturing the millennials and probably some of the older Gen Z. Yeah. Where it, and I think KKW is hitting the other millennials and the Gen X. Yeah, and then I guess Chris is in that boomer generation. What's in between boomer and everything else? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's like yeah, Gen X, Gen Disco, Y, I don't know, rollers, whatever I they are. Know. But there's um, a lot of people between like fifty and and seventy probably who are like, yeah, she looks great, and I can't get all of the work she's had done, but. Certainly there must be I mean, some eye I, cream. <laughs> between the three of them, I'll be honest, I'm buying Chris Jenner's. I want I would go for Chris Jenner's in a heartbeat. Um, because it's gonna be way less trend focused. It's gonna be really ingredient focused. Uh, because with older skin, you can't fuck around. It's results yeah. or nothing. And so yeah, man, I, I when it dawned on me, like, no, of course, there's an also, entire marketplace like the La Mer queens who like, but I mean, yeah, there's there's a lot of women, I think, who would jump at some Kris Jenner skincare. And it's not weird for a family to really be into like one aspect of like an no. industry. Look at the Kennedys. They're all about being politicians. You can't True. stop a Kennedy from being a politician. None. 
<laughs> and not you know even what? that. Not there even will, that. VJ. They could. They could even like you know. Nobody needs a brick and mortar anymore. But there's a world where they. It is just a essentially their own department store. Essentially, Elizabeth Arden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like their own lifestyle brand that is housed all together. Um, like as an eventual would make a lot of sense to me. You know, I could see them becoming a whole like. Uh, like Kohl's themselves. That's what, yeah. Like just a complete singular destination for like, you've got your homeware, you've got your makeup, you've got your generational skincare, you've got your good American jeans, shoes, body suits, workout clothes. It's all living under whatever this one roof is. And then Courtney has all the bullshit stuff that you buy on the way to the register when you're in the queue. <laughs> the little sample size like it's yes. Sephora. You're like, I guess I want some almost expired matcha tea powder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'm excited to see it. I want it to happen. I do genuinely. Um, and then, okay, I didn't. We got, I think I got a message. Somebody said, like, you got to watch the Kylie and Courtney YouTube video. I didn't get a chance to watch it. I watched a few minutes of it. And then I said to the person who sent it to me, Hi, Sarah. I said, These two are dangerously boring. (laughs) A perfect review. It's 12 minutes. Kylie has been doing a get ready with a series, uh, and it's the a beauty journey with the duo. It was on Kylie's YouTube, came out this week. And uh, yeah, I mean, I watched some clips. Uh, they talk about like growing up, uh, how uh, how Chris like, you know, kind of imprinted the beauty world on them. Talking about how she had these vintage St. Laurent lipsticks with jewels on them. Um, she always had the coolest things like that. The people who wrote this article only re- only watched as much as I did, too. I was going to say, it's like nobody wanted to do it. But the the thing I watched that was that was funny was they what that was interesting was Kylie asked her about um, what it was like, the the epic fight with Kim, when Kim said she was the least interesting to look at, the famous fight over the holiday card. And Courtney responds really honestly. And she's like, oh, my God, at the time it was like I cried. You saw it. Like I cried and cried. I could not believe a person in my own family would say something like that to me. And she was like, but now I can laugh about it. And, you know, and then they it seemed like they called Kim, but I didn't watch that part. Um, yeah, I didn't watch it either. It. I will say Courtney's makeup looks like shit. <laughs> I, didn't I can't get to it. I, I mean, it just looks bad. Kylie, That's funny because it says Kylie, the beauty guru that she is, um, remarks that beauty has changed quite a bit since the era of thin brows. As the Kylie skin founder, she's dressed in a neon pink jacket. She continues to give her sister a flawless makeup look. She can't help but hype herself up. Wow, I really like I really have such talent. <laughs> Kylie says, looking at her sister's quote, snatched nose. I don't I can't. I'll watch it eventually, but I I, I unless they're won't. taking a thousand tequila shots like she did with Chloe, I'm just but not that interested. Here's the thing, Chloe's entertaining. Chloe can yes. carry a conversation. Neither Kylie nor Courtney can carry a conversation. And I have to be around enough people in my life where I have to do all the heavy lifting. <laughs> so I, I I am not being I'm not doing this with Courtney or Kylie. We saw life of we tried, Kylie. We try anyone who watched at the full season of Life of Kylie, which Marcy and I did. This was pre Stormy, pre Travis Scott. There was very little to be excited about. 
we all get a pass. It was grueling. And we, we get tried. We, we tried and we get, only have to watch Kylie when we want to. And that's you my will def- not for me. Not today. Not today, Kylie. Oh, so that's the news. Shall we take a quick little break? Let's do it. What interferes with your happiness? Is something preventing you from achieving your goals? You guys know Jessica and I talk all the time about our therapist and how much we love her and how important mental health is to us. That's why we're excited to talk about BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. Connect in a safe and private online environment that's so convenient. You can start communicating with your therapist in under 24 hours. Now, BetterHelp is not self-help. It's professional counseling. So that means you can send a message to your counselor at any time and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. And this is all without having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room, which is really important right now because we cannot be leaving to go to a waiting room. No, thank you. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if you need. Plus, it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. One of the best things now that everyone's telecommuting is that this service is available for clients worldwide and there's a broad range of expertise which maybe you don't have available in your area. And these are licensed therapists, professional counselors, and they're specialized in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBTQA matters, grief, self-esteem, and anything you share is confidential. You guys should really try out BetterHelp. It's convenient, professional, affordable, and you can go check out their site. They have new testimonials posted daily so you can see what other people are saying about BetterHelp. Now, BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It is professional counseling. We want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener of Cardishonet, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash Cardishonet. Join over the 800,000 people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Cardishonet. Okay, we are back. We're back. Oh, we're back and we're recapping Courtney and Kim Take New York season one, episode five, down and out New York. Oh my gosh. Yeah, this is sort of a it, well, it's a high and low up, but it's definitely a little bit a little bit of a bummer. Um a little sad for for our sweet, sweet, tender hearted Kimmy. Uh, she just loves love, you guys. She loves she love. She loves love. She really also, loves love. I will never get over the titles of these episodes. <laughs> it, it it's so hard to articulate the specific the specific like cadence. And there is something we've done so many of these. I know Kardashian Kardashian showed like episode titles so well, and they really are their own little. It's like thing. a ripoff of something else and slightly changed. Yeah, like a little attempt at a pun but not really knowing how puns work (laughs) if you have not had the pleasure of watching down and out in beverly hills do yourself a favor it's got bet midler richard dreyfus uh dreyfus 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 i don't think i've ever seen it 
uh nick nolte it's it's like a great 80s movie Ooh, i've always heard of it i've never seen it that's fun that's a yeah, good that's it's, a good cast that's fun watch it and i think the kids might even be people but i haven't watched it in so long that i only remember you know the, big, the adult the big, stars just love it. I think it's Bette Midler. I could be wrong. Now I'm worried that I'm wrong. Oh, uh. <laughs> Don't worry. I plugged a documentary and talked about it for five minutes and didn't even bother to look up the name until you reminded me. So oh. <laughs> thank God it is Bette Midler. Uh, <laughs> 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 Who I was really going to hang my head in shame if it wasn't. And so I was yeah. going to I would have gone in on you. I would have shamed you. Yeah. The, little Richard is in it. <laughs> That's funny. It, Watch it. Watch it. Okay. okay. So uh, we start off. We are in the streets of New York City. Oh, they're in Soho, folks. 2010 Soho is such a specific mood. It's so funny. This the And they're out. And it's crowded. For anyone, m- most people have probably been to Soho, but it's busy. They're it's out. It's a busy. It's a busy. That, that's, they're out like on that stretch of fifth where like the Steve Madden and stuff is or was you know and it's I like i used to work busy. at the apple store down there <gasps> on prince street right there mm-hmm. oh my god i've charged a phone back in the day in there oh yeah i worked there once a man threw an iphone at me oh my god i had to duck and he like was screaming like fuck everybody and then my manager said well let's pick it up and hold it for him in case he comes back Oh, okay. I was like, what that seems like the way to prioritize things? <laughs> Apple is too customer focused. All right. They are wearing <sighs> the most insane outfits. We're talking <laughs> metallic, metallic and fur. They look like some kind of Mad Max runway people. And it's, then everyone else around them is wearing shorts and flip flops. It is such the epitome of like L.A. Queens like the idea of LA Queens, what they think New York women wear. It was yes. making the way they dress the whole season, but this is like the most pinnacle of it. The peak where it's like, yeah, you know, fur and hats. And, and there are women in New York who dress like this, but it is so like, they just can't, you can't shake the, the calabasas out of these two. Oh, it's so funny because the, the real difference between New York and LA is that New York kind of always looks a little like shit and they don't care. They don't care. And it's yes. like, you are not. The, if you're attention getting, it's not in the way that an LA person is attention getting. No, and everybody she, else is trying to be chic. You're dressing Upper East Side while being in Soho. And that's just, <laughs> not, it's not the vibe. It's, it's not, not the vibe. The vibe. So oh, but they're, they, oh, go ahead. <laughs> oh, they get warm nuts. They're having uh, a blast getting warm nuts. Have yeah. you ever had warm nuts? Yes, they are really magical. They, I think they smell better than they taste. I agree. I think I've only had them maybe once, like around Christmas, like at by Rockefeller Center. It was like, got to do the whole damn thing, and it yeah, was you're like, like, oh yeah, okay. God, that smells so good. And then you're like, you taste one, you're like, oh, this isn't taste as good as it smells. <laughs> yeah. uh, they smell amazing, that is for sure. Yeah, but they, uh, Courtney is screaming, "We love nuts in our mouths." <laughs> They're really. I mean, there are so many people crowded around them to be filmed. They're filming in the middle of Soho. It's a busy day. And they are like, it's hard to explain. Like in this scene, I had this moment where I was like, 
this is the thing. They love it. They love yes. being famous. They yes. love being famous because there is a full crowd around them blurred out, trying to blur them out, watching them film their show. And there is like a twinkle in their eyes that's really hard to articulate, but it's when somebody's like knows they're, they're trying to pass off that they're not being filmed, they're the center of attention. And like I I I remember I saw Lindsay Lohan once at the Chateau Marmont and she had this same look. It's like where you just are like devilishly in love with your fame and yes. you are like yeah yeah it's me yeah the cameras are pointed at us of course we're filming our show i'm fucking kim kardashian with my sister courtney you're so lucky but courtney's the one making the bigger scene being like courtney I mean, kim loves nuts in her mouth it's like ah i see what you're doing you're like she loves attention she loves attention everyone sees she loves attention <laughs> you, like this is the dynamic there which is what she was doing in vegas on the 30th birthday you know like yelling about her birthday like it's definitely a dynamic but i was just like oh they are loving their fame in this moment well it's because i think it's courtney trying to be like isn't kim shallow she's shallow everyone just they did they notice how shallow Kim is? It's like, <laughs> you're the one grabbing the attention right now. What you are, are you also doing? also in the scene on camera on your own spinoff. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> just, just a reminder. <laughs> then, so it's very, this whole thing is so wild because we knew Shango and Kim like reconnected. And, but you know, not a lot after that, other than like they were hooking up. And then suddenly it's like a full couple has arrived. And yes, I they, think they weren't showing us because it was real. I think so too. Cause it's yeah. like th basically we're suddenly in bed with them and it's the morning and they are giggling and tickling and cooing. And, and like we can set what time it is. It's, we know it's after her birthday because she says she missed him in Vegas. Yeah. And that then they're talking about how she's 30, he's 30, uh, 30 is a good age. And Kim, you know, in her confessional says she definitely has feelings for Shango. And you can tell, like, they yes. have a connection. He's obviously starry-eyed for her. Uh, and they just have, like, a really real energy. This does not feel like a forced thing at all to me no um, no but we'll get there later because i think there's chemistry but they're missing an important other thing we'll get there okay. um so they're planning a double date with courtney and scott to go bowling have we already seen kim go bowling i thought so too i thought we already had a bowling scene in new york with him no yeah i thought so too I can't remember, but we should. It hasn't been that many episodes. <laughs> so oh, well. she's going to walk him out. Before they get out, she hears Courtney and Scott having sex. And <laughs> she's like, I hear these noises coming from their room. So I had to go listen. Just for a moment, not in a creepy way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't ever want to hear anyone having sex. Certainly not a sister. I'll tell you what. I... I I love my sister. I want everyone I love to have healthy sex lives, but I definitely I don't. don't. I don't. I don't want anyone it. I know to have a healthy sex life <laughs> when I'm around. You stay. You stay. Put your pants on. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But it does give me like a why did you, why would you go listen? She is this it made me laugh so hard because she is giddy she's like Django, come here listen you have to listen and like then she's like in her confessionals like i mean it's really grossing me out and it's like uh honey you, no you're not she, grossed out you're having a blast listening also 
she walked him out and then went back to listen some more. <laughs> yes, she loves it. Look, we learned her kink is hearing her sister and Scott have sex. Yeah. The family's <laughs> just too in each other's sexuality. It's uh, so fascinating. They're just oh. all up in each other's sexuality. So uh, Kim and Courtney are out on the on the terrace having breakfast. Courtney thanks her for ordering. And Kim says... Oh, yeah, I bet you're hungry. I bet you worked up a good appetite. <laughs> oh, this got so uncomfortable. This is such an uncomfortable uh, way to have this conversation. And Courtney, like, looks genuinely embarrassed. Yes. And then Scott comes out and Kim's joking about the sausage. sausage. And Scott's like, oh, yeah. Scott loves it. He doesn't care. Oh, he could. Scott's favorite thing is people knowing he has sex with Courtney. That yes. is his, like, the pride of his life is people knowing he has a lot of sex and he's having sex with Courtney Kardashian. This is, like, his favorite topic has come up. He's, yes. he's, he's ecstatic. And we, when did we learn about his big old dick? Last, um, in season five? Last season because Chris walked in on him yes, and saw so, him full frontal. Well... Kim is playing with a big sausage and Courtney goes, ew, that's exactly what his penis looks like. So gross. <laughs> Just a strange little breakfast. I literally could not imagine you, me, you and Tim having breakfast and you being like, ew, that's what Tim's penis looks no, like. No, no, I know. It cannot be and it shall not be. It cannot I just be. can't imagine it. I can't imagine any of my friends saying that in front of... Scott is a particular kind of man, though. Yeah, and that's the thing. Scott eggs this on. He loves this. Also, though, he, because of it, he, he he's more fun to have around because he's yeah. not up to in any way no he's very he's that's why he's such a good match for the family the, yeah. the whole family is because he's not uncomfortable he doesn't really have boundaries he you know he's sexually open very like vain <laughs> very vain and like it's a perfect fit then we get this tiny dash scene that as far as i can tell literally we see it's you know my big complaint is we have keep this is the sixth episode of this season we check in with dash and literally nothing is happening in this empty box there was more coming together i will i'm happy to report there were some marble boxes that seem to have been moved in they always have the same thing where there's like the design man is like pointing around at things and they're like mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and then they goof around and then we leave it's like they just are obligated to show dash but they have nothing to do there and in this one Kim falls out of a chair and that's the end of the scene. <laughs> I loved it because she sat in it and she's like, she, I could tell she thinks it rocks or moves. Yes. Like she thinks it's a gliding chair and she goes, Oh, they're a little. And then her face in slow motion. It, Cause it wasn't in slow motion, like literally, but her face is like, Whoa. <laughs> and then she falls over. <laughs> like <Whoa. laughs> she just can't get puke. She's like, what is this? Whoa. <laughs> it's so it really is a very funny her face <sighs> made me laugh a lot. And no, I was happy they included it. It was just very funny. I was like, I think that the, the logic behind including this is like they have to technically show us that Dash is, is happening because that's the reason for the season. Yes. And then a funny thing happened. And that's it. There was no plot connected to it. It was just like, yeah, I got marble. Whoop. 
Kim falls oh. and then we're back to the actual storyline. <laughs> she never does any physical comedy for us, so I appreciate oh, I appreciate I love it. some Kim physical comedy. Then we've got Courtney and Scott. They're on a little stroll and I laughed really hard cuz like the the banter at the top always in these scenes is very funny to me cuz you know producers want them to, you know, chat and then lead into whatever the actual conversation is. Uh Scott First, first Scott points to a building that's all black and goes, that's a pretty sick building. <laughs> Did he call it golf black? Yes. And then the Courtney points out some twins of twin babies. You know what we call this in the biz? We call this some chuffa. This yes, is some chuffa. chuffa at the top of the scene. A little lead in dialogue that means Just nothing. Nothing. <laughs> and then they get to the heart of the matter, which is Courtney tells Scott that Kim heard them having sex, which the joy that spreads across Scott's face. This is a Christmas gift to him. I love what he says, Jess. He says, I don't care. Cause she's like, if Kim can hear, then other people can hear. He goes, I don't care if they hear. We got to do what we got to do to pleasure ourselves. Yes. <laughs> yes. He is so pleased. It's so funny. Great attitude. He's, he has a great attitude. He's like, yeah, I hope they hear. I'm in there like a jackhammer going to work. <laughs> <laughs> He's like suggests stuffing a sock in her mouth. Oh, oh gosh. it's so funny. But yes, he's he's so horned up. He's so horny for her, and he is not going to not this idea. Courtney basically says if she doesn't really want to have sex if Kim is there, if Kim's around, and he is absolutely this is the craziest thing he's ever heard. <laughs> then he picks her up, and a cop. This is. The second time in this episode, I believe he's picked her up. Yes. And a cop recognizes her and says, hello, Courtney, hello. And Scott goes, you won't arrest me if I give Courtney a fuck on the street, will you? And the cop's like, no, I won't. <laughs> Insane. Scott is like the king of New York after this conversation. He's literally just like shouting to police officers because he found out like Kim Kardashian heard him railing his girlfriend and he, and it's all on camera <sighs> and life is good. He's like singing, like it's a full singing in the rain, like swinging through the Absolutely. streets. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> Absolutely. He's so happy. And that cop <sighs> was so thrilled to be a part of it too. Yes. It was such a little New Yorky <sighs> nutshell. It was very funny. So then we get to the double date at the bowling alley. Wait, um, did you see the Joyce thing was so weird, Jess? This was such a weird little piece to include. They go, Joyce, are you coming with us? And she goes, no. no like, I'm oh, holding, she's going to stay holding here. For it. I was like, they don't want to say they're paying her to babysit. Yes, that was so weird. She squeaked like a kid's toy, which was clearly for Mason. But then they like didn't say that. She was just like, nope, just holding. They all said it like two or three times. Like, just holding down the fort. Oh, holding down the fort. Yep. Do you, do you think they just want to show that Mason has a babysitter? Maybe they just, yeah, it'll, it makes me feel like at the last minute they were like, oh, if the four of us all walk out and we don't have somebody else here, people will wonder where the oh, baby we, is. We know you have a full-time nanny. We, we know. We know that when Scott and Courtney are walking down the street, it's not that like um, Kim's home babysitting. <laughs> no, we're pretty aware that there's other people in the mix, but I could I could imagine a producer at the last second was like, uh, hand Joyce a toy. She'll or, be there. She fucking babysat. And yes. that's strange too. So strange. Shango comes in, he hung he hugs Kim hello, and then she's like, It's really weird that he didn't kiss me. 
always Detective Kim. She mm-hmm. feels it. She knows immediately. And they get to they go to Lucky Strike uh, bowling, and Scott is just on one. Scott is joking that the losers have to go down on the winners, <laughs> and wants it to be guys versus girls so that that works out. Makes a joke about how Kim doesn't give blowjobs, but Courtney does. He's just <laughs> it's on so one. funny. I know Kim doesn't do that, but and then he hoist Courtney up and says, but you do sexy lady. <laughs> <laughs> He's, I'm telling you, he, this whole episode, he is the king. He's feeling himself so hard. It's so funny. He does. He does. So we find out that Shango has to go back to Australia in two days. He just Oof. found out today it's for work. And She's like, but you can't get a job here. And it's like, well, he's not an American. So yeah, the, the visa stuff, he says it's a hassle. It's a lot. It's just too much drama. So he has to take this job and it's two days and that's that. Sad. And she is sad. So the next day we have Courtney and Scott are on the terrace and Scott goes to Kim. He's like, what's wrong, Kim? You haven't been outside all. She's very much moping. Moping. So, we get a lot of mopey Kim. Very mopey. So she comes out and she tells them what's up. And Scott's like, I got an idea. What if you can marry him? And then he can stay in this country legally. And they're like, uh, that's illegal. And he's like, it's just like jaywalking. It's just frowned upon. Frowned upon <laughs> made me laugh so hard. It's frowned upon. <laughs> he's like, Wait, what? I laughed also really hard because immediately Scott says it. What if you married him? And Kim lights up, thinks it's a good idea. You can tell. She's like, Oh, but wait, you can't do that. And Courtney shits on it so fast. So so hard. hard. She goes, just move on. Who cares? It's not meant to be. Just move on. Who cares? It's not meant to be. Like, doesn't just shit on the, it's not, she doesn't shit on the idea. She's like, get over him. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Move on. So uh, Kim's like, well, I mean, how crazy would that be if we just married? And Scott's like, well, you, if, oh, she goes, how crazy would it be if I were just married? And Scott's like, well, you have been. She's like, and it did happen kind of fast like this, too. I guess that <laughs> is kind of my thing now that yeah. you point it out. <laughs> I guess I will do a lot of really short marriage. Yeah. Yeah. yeah hasty. That's a good brand. I think I'm a hasty marriage girl, if you ask me. <laughs> then there's a weird moment at the end where she makes a joke about checking to see if he has a receding hairline which nothing can topple Scott in this episode. He proudly points out that it's even and he has a powerful hairline. <laughs> she said you could use a little Latisse over there. <laughs> it's like, okay, weird button to the scene. But Courtney does say that she could see Kim doing that because she's a hopeless romantic. And then she tells Kim, I would literally murder you. <laughs> Guys, that's dark. Your dad was representing OJ. Yeah, maybe because you're you you guys might be collectively a little too close to make those too kinds of close, jokes. Too close. Too close. So then uh let's see. We have oh yeah, then so Courtney is like in the bedroom. They're back at the apartment. Courtney's organizing, Scott's laying on the bed, and he basically just yanks her on top of him yes. and is like ready to have sex. Uh, and Courtney is like, wait, I want to know. I want to wait for Kim to leave. She's supposed to go out to dinner. And and Scott's like, oh, okay, okay. So Courtney goes out to do a little reconnaissance, checks in with Kim. Like, when are you going to dinner with Shango? To First she asks Kim what she's doing. And Kim says, uploading pictures on my computer to make a blog. <laughs> oh, gosh. Remember the Kim blog? 
It was so funny, this line oh, to gosh. make a blog. But then we learn Kim changed her mind and she isn't going to go out to dinner and she kind of just wants to stay in and have a movie night and have a chill night. Do you want to watch and a movie with me? Invites them to watch. But ho, ho, ho. No. <laughs> so Courtney tells Scott and Scott's like, well, let's just go in the bathroom. And he's like, it's got double soundproof. And then he's doing the thing from Ace Ventura where he's like, oh, Oh, <laughs> closing the door. Ah, uh, and he says, "So it looks like Kim's in for the night. So is my penis." <laughs> then they decide. Scott's like, "You know what? Then I'm going to go downstairs to the gym. They have a gym in their building." And Courtney's like, "Oh, I'll go with you. Well, I'll go with you." And they could not get out of there faster. We get a great scene of the two so of them pretending to work out, and. We don't get a lot of Courtney doing this, and I was loving it. Courtney is like going out of her way to make Scott horny as they work out together and just bending over, squeezing yeah. things, making the most bedroom eyes at Scott. And he is visibly so horny, he's like about to burst. So he just drags her into the bathroom. She's yeah. like, okay. And Jess. <laughs> They have sex in that bad bathroom, and I know that they really do because when they come out, they both look directly at camera like, uh-oh. <laughs> they have that cat who ate the canary look on both yep. their faces, and she runs, yes. runs out of the room. Yes. Oh, my God. It's so – and she, uh, it's really crazy. We talked about it last week. She is so in love with him in this yes. era, and she loved it. They, she loved this like quasi public sex, and she's like, "We haven't done anything like that since we just since we first started dating." And it, she's really turned on by it. She's really turned on. Then we, then we have Shango and Kim, and you know, this, these are their kind of like last moments together, and See, they're kind of. This is what I was going to say earlier. So she's munching on some veggie chips and asking him about his family. She's never asked this man one question about himself. A hundred percent. She does not know anything about him. She's so, like, it's so, so immediately obvious. She's like, oh, so you do like your family? She's never asked him <laughs> anything about himself. You have a mom? Oh, cool. I like oh, that. So you weren't just, you didn't fall out of just thin air into my apartment? Weird. <laughs> it's so funny because, yes, they have chemistry, but they have nothing to talk about. I mean, no, although she does like everything he's saying but i think she likes him so much as much as a narcissist can love a person and he is you know he's into her and she is like many people likes someone who's into her you yeah. know so yes i a hundred percent agree that, that this exposes that they don't know each other at all yeah and she's but, like we could have like a really nice relationship and she basically learns that she d likes him <laughs> like beyond just like is attracted to him yes and yes. that like she likes him and now she really doesn't want uh him to leave so yes now we're back out. Scott and Courtney are out. They're walking on the High Line. They're having a little stroll. They they see the photo studio where Kim is having a photo shoot. She's shooting the cover of Glamour. They decide, let's go pop in and visit Kim. That could be a fun hello. 
having just a, I mean, what a New York experience. You're hopping from the High Line. Oh, first they point out the standard hotel, um, the meatpacking standard, which is, and talk about how that it's famous for people having sex in the windows. It's very visible. They're horny. Scott and horny. horny. They get to Milk Studios. Uh, that where the photo shoots happening. Oh gosh, and I've had so many auditions there when I lived in New York. I knew someone who worked there as like an assistant, but I had never been inside of it. Well, it wasn't. It was just like uh, in the same building as Milk. Mm. So, but that was like it's because it's right there by Chelsea Market. So, like sometimes after like, the audition, you'd see someone you know, and you go like meander around. They had a good Thai food place in this mm. place called Fat Witch Brownies. <laughs> <laughs> I like that name. So they're in there, and Kim, meanwhile, is having her glamour photo shoot. She's got the cover. She's doing her thing. Scott and Courtney decide, well, she's she's not ready anyways. What if we go for round two and duck in the bathrooms here Mm -hmm. at the photo studio? It does not go well. Immediately, a random woman darts out, and you hear them like, oh, sorry, oh, sorry. And they are caught. And Courtney really spirals. Courtney is like immediately like, oh my God, this is so mortifying. Like, you know, she really, really like spirals about it. Yeah. I mean, I could see that being embarrassing. It's one thing to be like, we're having sex on camera. And then another thing to be like, there was a person watching us. There's a person and there's no other reason for, for, uh, for the two of us to ever walk into the women's restroom. Like it's a given that that's what that was. And she's famous and a known person. So anybody then gets to walk around and be like, I saw Kourtney Kardashian and her boyfriend trying to have sex at a photo studio in the bathroom. Maybe not legal for that to happen. Yes. I would also argue that. Um, But then we, so she's, She's kind of quietly spiraling right as they go to meet Kim at the end of her photo shoot. Guess who's there? Kanye West is there. Just and hanging out. He was there for the whole photo shoot. Hmm. And I did I see oh crap, his best friend. What's Oh, the de- fashion designer? I can't think of his Virgil name. Abloh? Virgil. That, yeah. I was like, Vance, that's not his name. Virgil. Virgil. I think I saw Virgil oh, I didn't there. See him. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I mean, uh, he's obviously fashion connected, so it wouldn't have been crazy at the time. Um, so he that's I was like, that is so interesting. How? It's so wild to watch the like the foundation being built of this of this relationship in the very moment. It's like being demolished it's they so had to crazy. be hooking up then right that's my feeling is that something something it's or so that, like she was like talking to him all the time but like I he would, was in a relationship yes so. i would guess that they were like well we're just really good friends and you know admire each other's work and you know had a million excuses but they were being a travis and a courtney Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy. But yeah, you there's like a brief glimpse of Kanye. Courtney can't even focus. She's like absolutely losing her mind. I uh, feel like says Kanye being is, there made her even more yes, upset. You can tell. And I'm sure she's like, who is that woman? Who will she tell? What's happening? And Courtney is like, this is truly one of the most embarrassing moments of my life. Yeah. So then, well, after that, Kim has her very final little date. <sighs> It's Shango's last night, and they decide to go to the Empire State Building. 
so weird. Also, weird. she's like, this is the last time we're going to see each other. And then they get up there and you see how it's like roped off. So yeah. everything else is so crowded. And then they have this little viewfinder to themselves. Yes. They clearly shoved every tourist out of the way so they Not could have fair. this moment. Also, I laughed really hard because there's just these moments I love. I just love Kim for being like remembering also in this era, like she basic and in a way that is great. She's like, they're in the elevator up. She's like, this is like all those movies, like Sleepless in Seattle. <laughs> and I was like, yes, Kim. Yes, we do know that from that movie. It's she true. is doing all like the movie places, going yes. to Serendipity, yes. going to, you she, know. Like, it's just such a like girl watching movies, living out like a really specific cartoon New York. It's very Absolutely. sweet. So then they're like looking around, looking through the viewfinder, spotting stuff. And this whole, the way this went down, Marcy, I lost my mind. Kim, she's like, I don't want you to leave. I'm sad you're leaving. Shango, you know, Scott suggested the craziest idea. She brings it up. She brings it up to Shango. It says, Scott suggested that the idea of us getting married. Shango's face legitimately lights up. Mm-hmm. He looks like he is shocked, so like happy, excited. And he's like, would you, would you, would you ever marry me? It's so sincere. And then Kim like lets him down yes. and is basically like, no, I don't really think that's the right reason to get married. I want to get married someday, but for the right reasons. And it's like, this is the craziest power move I've ever seen. She's like, somehow she brought it up and then she's like turning him down and his marriage proposal. And I was like, Kim, you sly dog. Because if I'm not mistaken, in like 11 months, she will be married to someone. Yes. (laughs) It's just like. It's so crazy the, the way that this flipped. Like, yeah, I mean, I would marry you. Would you marry me? No, I wouldn't marry you. <laughs> I was like, you're it's crazy, dude. Certainly not friendly. Not a friendly thing to do. <laughs> and his face is like, yes, yo, no, of course. I. Oh, agree. God. Yes. It's just, just hurtful. Uh, and then the <sighs> NYPD helicopter flies over. And she's yeah. like, they knew we were going to get secretly married. Just, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> do you know how much, have I already complained about this, that in LA, we live in a place where there's constantly helicopters overhead. Mm-hmm. Do you know how much they cost? They cost, without not counting the pilot, anyone inside of its salary, to run a helicopter, it costs $1,200 an hour in fuel and maintenance Damn. and stuff. And they are 24-7, dozens of them. Oh, my God. And they don't actually ever stop crime. They just put a spotlight on it when it's happening. I hate that. And there's also, there's also like, a no... There's very... I remember when I lived over closer to Beachwood, my neighbor had told me that... Because there's tons of helicopters around there. And that there is, like, very little city ordinances about how low helicopters can fly. Um, cause and it would like every night my, I would have to like pause the TV. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's like a free for all. It's crazy. I yeah. Hate it. And they're dangerous. So I would like my money to go elsewhere. Thank you. All right. Agreed. So we have Courtney and Scott and she is like, we cannot be doing that anymore. We are parents. <laughs> We're parents. I am a mother. I'm a Scott. mother. How dare you try to fuck me left and right? I'm a mother. I, my sexuality <laughs> is different now. It is 
different. <laughs> and he's like, she's 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 like, I can't do it anymore. But you know, she throws out some concessions. <laughs> I, we could do it in the shower. We could do it over the toilet. <laughs> and I was like, that sounds hard. I don't understand the over the toilet thing. I didn't understand it either. I was like, is there a mess involved? Why? Like, Why? is he seated on the toilet and she's oh, maybe. on top? As like a seat? That's that, but that's still strange. I mean, you could put the lid down and put a towel down, and then they could. There you go. So he's seeing do this, Jess. (laughs) (laughs) Marcy's doing a very clear hand gesture to help it. (laughs) Then he said something that truly made me laugh. He says, "You sure you don't want to go outside and freeze your little nipples off on the balcony?" Oh my god! It made that was very funny. What a funny visual! Just her little tiny nipples just popping freeze right off. Freeze your little nipples off. Going popping off and fall into the streets of Tribeca. Uh, <laughs> they are in such a charming space. These two maniacs are just so in sync with each other right now. But then we have the sad goodbye. Shango and Kim, It's he's get, he's getting ready to leave any minute. Uh, she is so just low. She's so sad. So there is like an interesting little, I guess, Easter egg here mm-hmm. where he says to her, I thought you might still be blackberrying. Blackberrying? And she mm-hmm. says, no, I know how you don't like that. And I was like, have they already fought? They've already fought. I know. I was like, oh, I thought that too. I was like, that's a couple's exchange. You Shango, know, that's why she didn't marry you, bitch. You do not tell Kim to get off her Blackberry. I'll tell you what. Do you know the last time someone had tell, told her to get off a Blackberry, she almost like walked home from Aspen? <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, that is a death knell. I mean, you got you got Kanye waiting in the wings and then you got... Shango telling you to put down your Blackberry. I mean, bye bye. Why do you think he's telling her to put down their Blackberry? Because he knows. There you go. He knows it so it does together. Every other person she's with after this, they know. Yes. They know who's waiting. So then she, Kim puts on a, you know, she's very sad. It feels very real too, but, you know. And her face is swollen. She's also, it's so unfair how beautiful she is. Like puffy cry face Kim is like the most beautiful Kim. I was yeah. just like, she's so beautiful. Ugh. But um, these they they have a sweet moment in the bathroom and then she says bye. Not like off. Courtney and Scott's moment no, in no, the bathroom. No. Uh, <laughs> crying in the bathroom, pretending yeah. she's fine and says goodbye and sees him off and then walks her little single butt down the road. Yeah. And that's it. And next week, guys, <gasps> I'm so excited. Episode six, it's Kim recording her song. I cannot wait to hear this song again. Uh, oh my gosh. Uh, especially like, I don't think you've watched Promising Young Woman yet, but no, not yet. The Paris Hilton song, Stars Are Blind, is in it. <gasps> and it is like, I love that song. The same time, it's the same era. This is coming right after Paris has the song that was like mildly popular, but then to hear it in this movie, you're like, oh my God, what a perfect song. It's so good. It's so, I want to watch it this week. Oh, well, we get Kim's song. I cannot wait for next week's episode. We'll be right here doing it again. We release new episodes every Monday. Check out our website, Cardishnet.com. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Please rate and review. I've said it before. I'll say it again. It really, really, really helps us, uh, helps other people find us. Check out our Twitter and our Instagram or email us at Cardishnet at gmail.com. 
Thanks so much for listening to Cardition It. Bye. Bye. Bye.